Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 712, some 30 million Americans, maybe you're one of them, have a non-compete clause in a contract or your agreement as a condition of your employment. I always try to negotiate those things out when I was doing con- negotiating my deals at TMJ4. We are prepared to make you a very generous offer. And we are prepared to reject that offer. Actual recording from one of my negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I did it myself. A lot of folks at this level have an agent, someone to represent them, even just a lawyer who will go in and do the hard part. I would have liked that. I just didn't want to afford that. Yeah, who needs an <laughs> you know agent? I mean? You're just giving them 10%. Well, right. At the, at this point, like I always figured... I. I've been here for a while. I know the people with whom I'm dealing. I can, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing in there. At least I didn't enjoy it, but uh, whatever. I One of the things that we always talked about was that non-compete. So um, these things are real. A lot of businesses, different industries have non-competes, and the federal government is actually proposing action that would eliminate them, wipe out the ones that exist right now, and prevent new ones in the future. I talked with Mike Grubich. He is president and partner at LAK Group. It's a local business consulting firm and on what that could mean for so many workers. Bottom line news for them is that, A, hopefully you're in a, in a role that you really like. But if not, I think you're going to have a lot more flexibility in the future is what I estimate. The Federal Trade Commission is considering a rule that would void company non-competes and ban them in the future. These are legal documents that very often prevent an employee, even someone who's fired, from going to work at a competitor. Grubitz says there are legit reasons that companies do this. Because obviously they want to protect their important resources, and that's their people. But I I do just think, I think the government's been looking at it from a standpoint of, is it really putting people at a disadvantage if they're not able to go down the career path that they want to go down? No change has happened yet. ABC News reports the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is already threatening a lawsuit to block a potential change. But if you're in a hurry to get a new job, Grubitz suggests there still might be a way around a non-compete. People need to find jobs that they love to do. So don't let any of this restrict your your desire to go out and look and find something that you're passionate about, because generally there's a way to work around most of these things that is perfectly legitimate. And sometimes leave both sides happy. Vince Vetrano, WTMJ News. Again, that's uh, Mike Grubich, LAK Group in Brookfield. Where this is at right now, FTC is in the public comment period. They've extended that until mid-April, so no decision can happen until at least after that. Are you kidding me? That is insultingly low. I don't even want to hear what your first offer was. Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. With the NBA playoffs starting to take shape, the race for the top spot in the Eastern Conference is also starting to heat up as the Bucks entered the night with a two-and-a-half game lead over the Boston Celtics. And they were in Indiana on Wednesday night looking to add to that lead and got so with a ton of help from Drew Holiday. Can Holiday get that 50-piece? He's got it on the right wing. Dribbles between his legs. Working on Jordan War, his old teammate. Can he do it against Jordan? Backs his way in. Fades. Fires. Yes, sir. How about a 50-piece for the veteran Drew Holiday, the sixth in Bucks history to do it. How about it as Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. As you heard there, Drew Holiday dropping a career-high 51 points. He becomes the sixth Buck to score 50 or more points in a single game. However, he didn't act alone after missing Monday's game in Detroit. The Greek Freak was back 
And he was back in a big, big way. Vacuumed in by Giannis. He's going the other way into a trio of defenders. Pulls right over Wara and sends it down with a one-hand flush. Oh, Giannis. Take it easy, big fella. That's your old teammate out there. Jordan Wara getting picked on there in Indiana as Giannis would add 38 points, 17 boards, and dish 12 assists in the game as he and Drew helped the Bucks become the first team to have a 50-point score and a 35-point triple-double by two different players in the same game, and they cruised to a victory of 149-136 to over the Pacers after the game. Drew Holiday, knowing this is a big week for him and his team, and they needed a big win on the road. Felt like it was a must-win game, and I was just taking the opportunities given. I'm a lot of driving to the basket, um, getting to the paint, trying to get fouled, but really just being aggressive because I know how much we needed this game. Drew did drop 18 in the third quarter, and even his coach, who addressed the media following the game, he wasn't so sure when his point guard started scoring so much. I don't know when it started, but uh, it just, you know, it was like a snowball that just, he just kept getting there and good things kept happening, his size and strength and, you know, for him to, you know, just, and and I still think make good decisions around it, you know, understand spacing. And so uh, it just, some of it happened organically. And then obviously we started trying to, to just give him space and give him opportunities. A successful road trip comes to an end for the Bucs as they win three out of four, and they now look ahead to Boston tonight at the Pfizer Forum. Tip-off is set for 6.30. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. Over to the Diamond where the long wait is finally over. Brewers baseball is officially back, and they get ready for a trip down to Chicago to start their season against the Cubs. Brewers ace Corbin Burns is expected to get the start and he is excited to see what he and the rest of that starting rotation can accomplish all season long. Yeah, we, I mean, we've seen what everyone can do uh, when they're healthy and at their best. Um, gosh, we've got six, seven strong um, that can get a lot of outs at the big league level and can do it very well. Um, so if we can if we can keep everyone healthy and everyone performing at, at, at the level that we, we think they can. You know, it's a group that can, can go a long ways and um, carry this group a long ways. And um, yeah, I think there's a... A lot of very quality innings that can come out of the out of the out of the starting rotation. Then, first pitch for the Brewers and Cubs is all set for 1:20 this afternoon. Weather looks like it should be clear. You can listen to full coverage as always right here on WTMJ, the home of the Brewers, beginning at 12:45. Clear but not warm, my friend. Right? <laughs> Pack your hats and gloves. <laughs> yes. 7:19 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Earlier this week, the Marcus Performing Arts Center announced plans for its 2023-24 season, Broadway Across America, which books touring shows for the entire country, says Milwaukee's lineup for this season is one of the best they've ever laid out. Well, getting three Wisconsin premieres is wonderful out of the seven shows that are coming. You know, the Milwaukee audiences are very, very smart. They go to New York, they see shows, they know what they want to see. They want to see shows direct from Broadway. That's what they're going to get. The season kicks off in October with Aladdin the Musical. It's going to be in town uh, in fall. In town for the announcement was Broadway performer Major Attaway plays Genie in the upcoming production and performed a song from the show and then I got a chance to spend a little time with him. So thank you so much for coming to Milwaukee. Kind of feels strange though. You warm all up and play do one song and that's that. 
<laughs> it is, but it's a part, you know, it's a part of the beast. Um, doing the work is only a small part of it once you get to this level. Mm-hmm. But making sure that you advertise it properly so people understand, you know, how much goes into it is just as important. Major, you get a great role, though. I mean, you get to be Genie. How wonderful is it to go out there and, and be that character night after night? Oh, I, I tell everyone I, I lucked out or like across the board. Not only is it one of the best written roles for someone who looks and sounds like me, but <laughs> but he, the character himself, you know, he is he is one of the most powerful in the dynamic of Disney itself, you know, so he's allowed to cross the fourth wall. He's encouraged to do so. He's encouraged to to ad lib, to improv and um, to to bring, you know, bring that nostalgia full circle into today. And I think he's it's a unique it's a unique guy and he's really fun to be talking with Major Attaway. He is Genie in the upcoming production of Aladdin at Marcus Performing Arts Center. You know, a show like this, too. What I love about it is it's going to bring young people into the theater. Maybe maybe they'll have their first musical experience maybe they'll have their first ever theater experience because of shows like this uh absolutely you just (laughs) you mentioned when when people asked me what my favorite part about being in aladdin was and that was the answer it wasn't it wasn't getting to play the genie itself himself it was what it represented it was the fact that i had been doing community theater for all of my life you know 25 years and then the first job i get to do is aladdin on broadway and the first moment of that production is me alone on a Broadway stage. That means without a doubt, every single performance I did, I'm someone's first Broadway memory. And that I do, I do not take that lightly because that's the same building that I saw my first Broadway show. And I saw the Lion King there, you know, when I was 10 years old and I still speak directly to whoever's sitting in the seat that I remember that I sat in on that aisle. So it's, that's a powerful thing. It's my favorite thing. I know you you heard a little bit of the announcement here tonight. We are so fortunate. Milwaukee's not the biggest city in the country, but we definitely are above our weight class in terms of the art that we're able to pull in, that we produce locally, and also that we bring in here. Absolutely. I even saw in some of the announcements, um, there's a a jazz singer that is coming Mm -hmm. that is a favorite of mine. But even even being here in the city, honestly, the walking around earlier today and seeing – the history and how these buildings look and everything. I was like, I, I love, I really love everything about this energy. And then my the driver for the car was telling me about uh, the music festivals that are happening that I have to come back to. And um, yeah, it's great. I'm a fan. Well, we can't wait to see. When, when is when is Aladdin here? Um, October. Ish. All right. All fall. October 2023. Even better, right? No the, snow. We'll be all good. It'll be great. That's right. <laughs> this will be the perfect time for everyone to come dressed up as a genie so you can all grant wishes. It'll be great. I kind of felt like he could grant my wish if I'd asked him. Can we Talk not about put a convincing him on the, character, Yeah, right? can we not put him on the air anymore? I'm feeling nervous about my job security at I this point. I offered him a job on the spot. He's, he's busy, you know. Being on Broadway. Yeah, sure, Broadway, yeah, of course. Major Attaway playing Genie in the touring production of Aladdin the Musical, coming to the Marcus Performing Arts Center this fall. MarcusCenter.org for times and ticket information. Seven forty-one on Wisconsin's morning news this Thursday morning. Uh, so this text in on the Old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank get old. 
It's not that they're proving the Pythagorean theorem is correct. They just found a different way to prove it. Aha. All right, great. That makes sense. No, still don't sure. get it, but got it. <laughs> I'm sure I'm Did sure that that's right. Just <laughs> couldn't wrap my brain around that, which is why we do what we do. Cloudy skies, temperatures in the mid 40s. The weather for the first pitch in Chicago at Wrigley Field for the opening day for the Brewers and Cubs. They open the season. 120 is the first pitch. 12:45 broadcast time here on your home of the Brewers, WTMJ. So we got that going for us. We're going to talk live with Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold in Brewers 360 coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind a career-high 51 points from Drew Holiday, the Milwaukee Bucks outpace Indiana, winning 149-136 to to secure their 55th win of the season. With the victory, the Bucks increased their lead for the top spot in the Eastern Conference to three games and are right back at it tonight as Boston comes to town. Tip-off is set for 6.30. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. We talk live on Thursdays with the Senior Vice President and General Manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, Matt Arnold in Brewers 360. Morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, Vince. How are you? Uh, how did that sound when I called you the Senior Vice President and General Manager on this opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers? That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a uh, it's it's humbling. It's a, it's an awesome opportunity for me, and and I'm just thankful to be here with a great group of people and and excited and ready to go. Okay. Well, we're going to ask all the tough questions through the season, but I'll groove one right down the middle for you here to start because it's opening day. Obviously, this is one of the most significant opening days for you ever as a baseball guy. But are there other memories, you know, from from back in the day when you were a kid, just starting to fall in love with the game of what that first game of the season felt like for you? Man, every every day, honestly, I, I think, you know, one of the things that actually comes to mind is when I was with the Cincinnati Reds and, and how opening day, you know, for many years, that was the first opening day of the season. And, and um, I got to meet uh, actually a handful of presidents that came out and threw out the first pitch, which was pretty incredible. Um, you know, those kind of memories stick with you when you get to meet somebody like that. And, and um, you know, that's one of the best memories that I have in my career, honestly. So, Matt, Vinny's going to give you the softball question. I'm going to throw, I'm Not gonna throw a hard Not all season, pitch. just like today. I'm going to give you a hard one <laughs> Okay, here, hit Matt. him with the hard stuff And happy, happy opening day to you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I got to ask you, there's, there's a lot of questions surrounding this roster and the future of what this roster could and maybe will look like. Uh, you talk about Corbin Burns. We talk about Willie Adamas and Brandon Woodruff. If you can, can you speak on what maybe the future of those three look like in Milwaukee? Have there been contract extension discussions? Uh, is there anything else maybe that you can speak on regarding what I believe and what most Brewers fans think the core of this team is? No, you're you're exactly right. That is the core of our team, and, and we, we absolutely love these guys, and we hope they're here a very long time. Obviously, when you have those types of players, you want to try to uh, maintain them as long as you possibly can. I think there are certain realities I think everyone is aware of in our market with the challenges associated with that. I think a lot of people saw um, – you know, what the market, I think, uh, looked like for free agents and, and very well-deserved for all the players that, that happened this offseason. And so, you know, the conversations are, are challenging from a team perspective at times, uh, especially when you want to try to maintain these players for as long as we possibly can. 
but absolutely the door is always open for us to, to hopefully uh, make these guys brewers for, for a really, really long time because they're, they're great and they're, they're a huge part of our team and our core. Talking with Brewers GM Matt Arnold in Brewers 360 here. Matt, the conventional wisdom on the rules changes that fans are, you know, probably most fans are going to get their first look at them here in the next several days. Conventional wisdom is that of the teams that may benefit more than some others, the Brewers are definitely on that list. Do you share that optimism? I do. Yeah, we have a we have a really athletic team that's that's going to hit balls hard and and I think play good defense and so that's that's an exciting part of uh, of the game for us and we feel like the rules especially with the shift um you know and 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 the athleticism we have on the mound with guys being able to to handle the the pitch timer uh as a pitcher so I I think a, a lot of guys are going to benefit on our team uh from the new rules new rules quite a bit. Are you in Chicago today or are you uh watching from the office? I am. I'm in. I'm in Chicago. We had a, we had a a bus ride down last night, Sweet. and it was it was quiet. You know, in a, in a way where guys are guys are ready to go. You know, we're going off to battle, and yeah. and, and it, you could feel it on the bus. So it was good. Good energy. Uh, can't wait for it. Uh, really look forward to talking to you with you through the season, Matt. Thanks so much. You got it, you guys. Thanks for having me. That's Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold. He's going to be with us every Thursday through the season, which starts today. One twenty first pitch at Wrigley Field. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Congratulations to the pickles. This guy? It's going to get messy, right? Or him? I heard somebody said whoever wins this battle will rule the world. I believe them. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. All right, Tausch, we got trivia set to go. I don't know. So, Brandon, is this the holdover from the time that we built trivia and then we didn't do I, it because we no, had sports? No, I got, I got stuff. I oh, actually, Tausch, it's fresh. I actually had an Aaron Rodgers one for the week that he was gone. and then So, this is a Brewers one related uh, to you know, going to opening day. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice. I, I feel like we since Brandon's taken over... I don't feel like any of us have gotten a question right. I, so I might be wrong on what that, but that, I feel like that. Too. What you're saying, Tausch, is the standard has been raised, correct? Uh, that's one way of looking at it. All right. Just, just making sure we're on the same page. I here. never get them right, so that's fine. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> changed. My status hasn't changed. I'll bring in our player today, Tausch. Uh, Philip is with us from Greendale. Morning, Philip. Good morning. Hey, great to have you playing trivia with us. So I'll tell you how it works here. Uh, you can well see Mike Spaulding is in for Eric this week, but he's not actually in the news uh, in the studio at the moment. So I guess Tausch, our chances are better. Are you playing trivia or no? Yes. All right, Spaulding's in. All right, here's here's how it goes, Philip. You either pick me, you pick Mike Spaulding, or you pick Mark Tauscher to get the question right. Or if you think we're all going to get it wrong, you can ride with Brandon today. If you choose correctly, you win some sort of amazing prize package. So what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking that you're going to break the schneid and someone's going to get this right, so I'm going to roll with Tausch. Yeah. I never I never discourage that decision, Tausch. He wins yeah, like every time. Like that, I feel like you don't like that pressure, Vinny. you got to have that pressure. <laughs> um, I want to get in the batter's box, man. I might strike out swinging, but I don't want to go down looking. So no, I'm the, I'm, I like to play the spoiler. all right let's have it all right here we go in honor of the milwaukee brewers opening their season today and likely to lean on some of their younger prospects and rookies uh sal fralick joey weimer garrett mitchell uh bryce terrain who was the first milwaukee brewer to win 
the rookie of the year? Ooh. I have a name in my head, but I'm going to wait. I can go. We, we can go with uh, some hints if you're ready. Yeah, let's go with that. First yeah, because I got an idea too, but I think I'm okay. wrong already. This player played three positions: shortstop, uh, Vince, Robin Young, Ron. Come on, not. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he played shortstop, second base, oh. and center field. It, it could. It sounds yeah, like yeah, two or three. That's why I like. All this right, Petrano out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I, it's great to I'd be like here. To get- I'd like to get a little timeline on this because there's a name that I don't know why I know it, but I'm ready to pull the trigger on it, but I, I need another clue. Another clue? Well, I'll give you this clue. This is this is a good clue here. He didn't pat any stats. Pat Listash. Pat Listash. Correct. What? I thought... So Robin Young beat me in Rookie of the Year? Well, if you... I, so he he must not have, but he was. I mean, he was literally only eighteen when he joined yeah, the league. So yeah. it was a little bit of a ramp up. It went real fast for the kid. It did. Yeah. So Listash, when did he win it? Ninety two. Ninety. Oh, ninety two. Ninety two. So how many rookie of the years have the Brewers had? Do we know that info? Oh, now Tausch is spinning the trivia on yeah, me. Yeah. Well, I always like to add a layer to everything that we do. Yeah. Well, while we Google, I, I'm going to guess. Well, Listash is one. Who Did else? Braun win one? Three. There's three Brewers apparently have won Rookie of the Year. Sure, then Brawny would have to be another, right? Yeah. Ryan Braun and Devin Williams. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then Listash ah. in 92. Yeah, and Listash in 92. 92. Yep, 92. so 92, 07, and 2020. So, so Tausch, was that the name you had in mind? I just, that hint just... I did, okay. yeah. I just... I, I don't know why I remember... It's it's amazing to me the the stuff that I forget that I just did an hour ago. But there's some things like naming catchers from the late 1980s, and you know because I played so much RBI baseball on Nintendo and Atari baseball, I'll remember things I have no business remembering. And I don't know why I remember Pat Listash as the Rookie of the Year, but I remember it. And then the Dodgers went on a long run where they had it felt felt like every Rookie of the Year. For a long time, but Pat Lestash, man, I feel good about that. No, now I now I feel like I, I let up a little too easy on you guys. So next week we'll. we'll I was just glad I was time. sort of in the ballpark, <laughs> so to speak. You were close. I mean, yeah, within a was, decade, it was not a ridiculous <laughs> guess. Like that was reasonable, no Tausch? Uh, you know, I thought that was actually yeah. fair, and that's why one of us got it. I don't think you know how you watch the U.S. Open golf on TV, and it's fun because these pros are struggling and. At some point, you want to throw a raft out. I mean, you don't want people just sitting there not being able to breathe, right? So uh, I thought Watch. that was very nice on the opener for the Milwaukee Brewers to throw us a bone. The good memory of something that happened a long time ago. But what? So I got a question before we go, guys. What? Does Major League Baseball, is there just not enough warm weather cities or teams with domes that we don't try and start teams out west and down south before we throw them down at Wrigley? in the middle at the end of March? Is there just no other better option? The fact that it's going to be in the mid-40s in Chicago, but it's 68 degrees right now inside American Family Field is absurd, right? Yeah, and, you, and you're yeah. looking at Wrigley as like, well, 44, it might that might be good. Yeah, you'd take That's it. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, 44, <laughs> we'll take that I mean, as bad day. as that sounds, but... All right, well, we'll uh, talk opening day tomorrow, Tausch, and you're you're in town, right? Am I going to see you over at yeah, American I'm Family? Yeah, over to the old ex- the uh, golf center over at Ampham Field. They're doing our show from there, so I'm uh, on my way down 94 as we speak. All right, drive safely. I'll see you in a bit. Sounds good.
And Philip wins the prize package today, so hang on the line. Philip Pancake's going to get all your information to send you and whatever glorious prizes we're offering. I'm sure it's, it's quite lucrative.